0: It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Hello,
1: my friends. It is so good to be with you. Got my black coffee. I've got Jesus sitting in the seat next to me. And today I do not have a guest. And I do that sometimes purposely because I have things that sometimes just get bottled up in me. And I need to express them to you because the point of this show is for you to begin thinking about where you are in life, where you want to go. Are you enjoying life? Are you getting mixed messages about your walk in life? Do you leave church with more questions than you had before you went in? You really just want a simple life, don't you, friend? You want to raise your children. You want to have a good job, have a little money tucked away for retirement And you don't want all these rules that they keep throwing on you in church because I know some of you have asked yourself, I don't understand this Jesus relationship. I want to serve Jesus, but if I have to do everything they tell me I need to do to be accepted by Jesus, I'm never going to have time for my life. Hey, I've been there. I've done that. I've got the t-shirt. I spent so much of my life trying to do, 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 to get, get, get. And then one day, I don't know what I was doing. The light bulb went off. And I call it common sense Christianity. And this is what I discovered. Now, maybe, and I think it will, but maybe this will help someone that is asking questions. What's next? I have accepted you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. I believe you are the Son of God. But why is there still so much hell in my life? I don't understand this. I go to church every Sunday. I follow the Ten Commandments. I try to. Well, let's talk. (laughs) Let's talk. And, uh, you know, I found three liberating words on my journey to find Jesus. And I'm telling you, friends, these are three words that are absolutely liberating and can put you on a path to incredible adventure, excitement, and letting you be yourself. And that is, I don't care. In other words, there was a time in my life where I finally said, you know what? I'm doing everything people tell me I need to be doing but it's not working. So I don't care what you tell me anymore. I'm going to pursue Jesus as I see fit. And this is what I discovered. First of all, Jesus has to be on an equal playing field across the world. What I say on this program has to be able to be understood by somebody in India, in Turkey, in Germany. In Hawaii, in Africa, it has to be universal. It can't be tied into geographical locations. It cannot be tied into education levels. It has to be a simple message of the gospel. And that's exactly what it is Jesus plus nothing equals everything. In other words, when I quit trying to serve Moses, and I started serving Jesus, my life took on a whole entirely new meaning. I accepted once and for all that I was forgiven, past, present, and future. I accepted once and for all that Jesus resides inside of me. And now when I pray, I do not look up to pray to God. I look within. Jesus is my partner. He's my coach. And then all the rules and the do's and the do's and the don'ts and the that's and all that nonsense. I didn't do them anymore. I nurtured my relationship with Jesus and talked to Jesus as I am right now with my cup of coffee and time with Jesus. And he was able to show me my inside out. In other words, the things that were holding me back is because I wasn't trusting him enough. I was looking at my works for my righteousness and doing things that would please him when he said, Ron, I am already pleased. I went to the cross for you. And the last three words I said, it is finished. So what's the point of this little conversation? That we make it too hard. We make it too difficult. We've taken Christianity and turned it into a religion. And it's not a religion. It's a relationship with Jesus Christ. And somebody out there right now, I know you're having troubles. I know you're having struggles. But you have to say those three words. I don't care anymore. I am going to trust Jesus. You know, we rely... On teachers and people with bow ties, neckties, diplomas, and you know, hey, they look good, they act good, they smell good, so they must be able to help me. Well, maybe not. Maybe we need to bypass everyone and just get in touch with Jesus. I'm telling you, my friends, when you get hooked on a certain church or certain teacher, a certain newscaster, what happens? You have to tune in all the time to get the next part of the story. It's a continuation. Churches, newscasters, the political pundits, listen. It's all about ratings. Church is all about attendance to many people. If they don't have over 100 people, they're going to church growth conventions. How do we grow our church? Maybe we we need different music. Maybe we need to be a little more modern. No, maybe we need a little more Jesus. Maybe we just need to teach the gospel of grace, that God came, he lived, he died, he rose from the dead. And when we believe him and we trust him and we ask him into our heart, we then are allowed to become ourselves. We are allowed by Jesus. He has given us permission to become ourselves, to become the person he created you and I to be. Nothing more, nothing less. Nobody in this entire world, there's no college, there's no university, there's no church, there's no denomination that can ever take you to where Jesus wants you to go. And now where does he want you to go? What is your purpose in life? Your purpose in life is to understand who Jesus is, accept him, have the forgiveness of your sins, and then just be yourself. Be who he created you to be. The more that you are free around Jesus, the more you share with him, the more you feel at home with Jesus, the more you promote him, the more you express him a new life in you through your action and through your words, people see a change in you. And it's not because of where you went. Friends, I am on the street every single day of the week. And I have some news for a lot of the people with these large churches. The average person on the street doesn't want to go to church. They don't want to invest an hour to get beat up beat down, and leave feeling guilty. Shouldn't we be leaving church excited and celebrating about the new life that Christ has given us and that we have power through the Holy Spirit that resides in us to call on God, to have prayers heard, and God will take care of the things in our life when we fully trust him? (laughs) I'm telling you, friends, it really is that simple. And when I come back, I'm going to tell you about the time that I was almost castrated
0: in church. And it's true. I'll be back in just a minute and explain that. You're listening to Get the Hell Out of Your Life with your host, Ron Myers. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope.
2: Jesus. Jesus. What do you think of when you hear that name? Jesus. Jesus. Love. Life. Hope. Joy. Peace. Friend. Companion. confidant, Savior. The God of the universe lives. And he lives in the form of a man. That man is Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him shall have eternal life. Jesus, what will you do with him? He knocks on the door of your heart. When you open that door, your life will change forever. He came that the world may have life and may have it more abundantly. Ask Jesus into your heart and discover what living is all about. Call one eight eight eight. need him
1: We stand together. We fall together. I love what I'm doing. I love my life. I love everything because it all comes down to, I don't care what other people think. And I am expressing to the world about who Jesus is and what he can do for you. You personally, not for your children, not for your wife, not for your husband, not for your job, but what he can do for you personally. Because when you have the hell out of your life, because God has placed so much heaven of peace and purpose and destiny in you, then you see the world in a whole different way. And everyone, whether it's your children, your spouse, your job, your coworkers, everyone begins to see a difference. Not because you went to a school, not because you got a diploma, because you were walking in the freedom of Christ. Now, I told you before the break that I wanted to tell you about the time I almost got castrated in church. Let me set it up a little bit. I've been a dreamer my whole life. I've been on my own since I was 15, 16 years old. I am an entrepreneur. I follow dreams. I pursue dreams. Failure is not an option for me. And I have always been good at what I do because I don't quit. I persevere. I don't look for problems. I look for solutions. So with that mindset, and that's how I was wired, okay, 20-some years ago, I have a new relationship with Jesus Christ. I got tired of my old life because it was bringing me down, and I rededicated my life to Jesus and everything started changing. Now, those dreams as an entrepreneur, those dreams as a go-getter and a dreamer started coming and coming and coming. And all of a sudden, I found myself in different churches and they were scaring the hell out of me because they were saying, be careful, don't pursue what you want to do because of your ego, because of vanity. Vanity. Be careful, you must die for Christ to increase in your life. Take those selfish thoughts and those selfish dreams and cast them away. God has a different plan for you. They were trying to castrate me. They were trying to take the manhood away from me, my dream, my entrepreneurial spirit. And can I tell you this? For a short time it worked. It worked. I was afraid to do anything. I was afraid to say anything. Would it be a sin? Would I be doing my own thing? Would it be my ego taking me or was it really God? So I spent a couple years saying, Lord, I'll just kind of be vanilla Ron, you know, vanilla Jesus. I'll just talk about you, but I'll, I'll put my dreams in control and I'll just check out what you have planned for me, but, you know, if I see too much of me in there, Lord, I'm just going to knock myself in the head with this little ball bat, and I'll come back to reality, and you know what happened after a few years? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it because I was not being faithful to the person Christ created me to become. No, it was the opposite. The church should have never tried to tone me down, should never try to tone you down. They need to tell you to live life with full abandon, to live life as if Jesus is inside of you, guiding you, directing you, comforting, coaching you, and teaching you. Because the dreams that you and I have, where do you think they come from? They came from The time before we were ever born, we have something that nobody else has in the world, a talent, skill, and ability. And if we hinder that, if we hold it back, if we crush it down, if we stifle our growth because we're afraid that we may be more about ego We don't know who Jesus is because Jesus has already forgiven us and has given us a new life. And now he is saying, Ron, John, Peter, Paul, Mary, whoever you are, be yourself, be everything I created you to be. You have no guilt, you have no condemnation, and you don't have to worry about your ego because you are going to be so addicted to my righteousness that everything you do say and become will express the character and nature of who Jesus is. Do you really think that if you are pursuing Jesus, that you're going to be a selfish individual? No, you're not. (laughs) You're not. You're going to be doing things. I said something to someone. I knew something was working in my life years ago when I started loving. I mean, really loving the unlovable. I could look at a person that was down and out or having trouble and I was moved with compassion. I was drawn to him. I've had to talk to them. Now, if I would have been fully castrated, like go sit in your corner, Ron, and just sit there and pray every day and read the Bible every day and God will take care of you. If I would have listened to that, how much of my life would have been gone. You wouldn't be hearing this. You would not be hearing anything on a broadcast or buying radio time across the country. No, I am here now to let you know that God has given you permission to be yourself. Be yourself. And it's time that you adapt those three words, I don't care. You cannot please everybody in this world. Everybody wants you to march to their drumbeat because they think they know better, but they're basing it on their experience, their growth in life, their livelihood. They don't know all the things that we've went through since we were born. Those things are the things that have shaped our character The person that we are and the person we're coming to be, and when we walk in the finished works of Jesus, knowing that we can never lose our salvation, that God is not keeping a clipboard clipboard with grades of A, B, C, and Ds, He is with us, He is for us, and He is never against us. Friends, this is my time. This is your time. It's a very limited time of what we have. We don't know when the curtain will close in our life. We don't know when we're going to fall asleep. But if we started adapting those words, I don't care. I've held back too long in my life because I've tried to please you. I've tried to please the church. I've tried to go to church every Sunday. I've tried to do everything right, but something is wrong. I am not happy. Well, I'm telling you, friends, if that is you, that is not the Jesus of the gospel. That is not the Jesus of the grace that is trying to ooze out and come alive in you. You have been sheltered. You have been stuffed down. You have been stifled with your growth in Christ. And today he is giving you permission to fall in love with him all over again and become everything you were created to become. Am I a little wild? Am I a little crazy? I don't care. That's who I am. And when we become who we are, we help the world. You know, a lot of people have asked me, a lot of people, why don't you talk more about the political atmosphere? And I'd say, well, let me ask you something. I'm I'm taking it that you're saying that we, well, conservatives or Republicans or a certain party, we know better, right? That we know better. And we know if we put this person in the White House that uh, God's going to bless this nation. And uh, then I'll ask them, uh, how did Jesus change Rome? Did Jesus change the culture of Rome? Did the apostles change the culture? No, they were there. Jesus was here to introduce himself into the world and ask people to believe in him, and then trust him. We've turned religion and Christianity into a political party. We're determined that if we get certain people in power, it will change. It's not going to change, friends. Read the Bible. Everything that's happening is supposed to happen, and it's probably going to get worse. But what's really supposed to happen is you and I take that relationship on with Jesus Christ. And then even in the midst of a storm, even the midst of hurricanes, we have a peace that surpasses all understanding because God is taking care of us. We are resting in his arms in the storms of life. We don't know the answers, but we don't have to know the answers because we are being carried through the storms of life. Friends, isn't that the life that we want to live? That's when we're more productive. That's when we're more lovable with our family. That's when we get raises and promotions at work, when we get the hell out of our life and start becoming the person we were created to be. A lot of you have been imposters all your life. You have a face that is not the real face of who you are, because if people really know who you were, they may not like you. So you want to put on an imposter face. When God is saying you need to take that imposter face off and become who you are because I don't make junk. I have given you a new life and you can become you. Why do you think some people are struggling in life? It's not because God is punishing them. Is they're trying to become a square peg to fit into the circle of the world and it will never work until we become who he created us to become and just be ourself and laugh again, have fun again, dream again. What are the things that you've put on hold because you thought, wow, I better not do them. I might be too much ego in my life. Well, I'm telling you today, friends, you need to dust them off and you need to ask the Lord to just resurrect those dreams, those hopes, those desires in your life. I'll be back again after the break. I don't know what I'll talk about then, but it will be something to encourage,
3: empower, and inspire you. Ron will be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. Do you know what Ron did before he discovered his destiny? He was a promoter of secular entertainment, and by his own admission, he promoted anything he could make a buck at. At the pinnacle of his success, he walked away from it all so he could follow Jesus and discover his God-given destiny. That was over 20 years ago and he has never looked back. Today, he's an inspirational speaker on a mission to empower individuals just like you to discover their God-given destiny. Ron put his story in a novel entitled The Promoter, and he wants to give you a copy. My story is proof positive that God's plan for you and I is greater than all of our mistakes. Here's what a few readers have said. I could not put it down. I cried, giggled, gasped, and laughed out loud. Ron has written a novel and self-help book all in one. This book is a message of hope. To request your free copy of Ron's novel, The Promoter, visit our website at thepromoter.org. Now, back to Ron. Well, friends, I hope you know one thing about me. I have a
1: passion for life. I have a passion for Jesus Christ. I have a passion to help you in any way I possibly can. I'm often asked how many people listen to your broadcast or your podcast, Ron? I don't know. I really don't care because I know that each week that I'm speaking to that one person that God is trying to connect with. Jesus said he'd leave 99 for that one Numbers sometimes have got us so screwed up. We like numbers. We measure success with numbers in life. How much money do you make? Oh, he's successful. But what God has done is success comes the second we invite Jesus into our heart. The party's on. The new adventure, the new thoughts the new dreams, the courage for you to tell people, I don't care. I've done it this way too long, and I'm not happy. I have to change. I have to be faithful to the gifts that God has given me before I was born. I can't be an imposter anymore. That's the day of liberation. That's the day of discovering your destiny. Focus on today. And if you take care of the todays, the tomorrows will take care of themselves. I'm praying for you, friends. I've never met half of you people. I've never met most of you people. But I'm praying for you. I'm praying that God had you listen to this and to reveal to you what it is that you've been searching for, but you've been searching in all the wrong places. This is it, friends. We're on our way. This is a journey. I'll be back next week with another great episode of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. You might want to check out my website, thepromoter.org. I've got some stories, some interviews of people that have shared their testimony of getting the hell out of their life. And today are doing wonderful things. They're, on, they're excited because truth be told, friends, what are we here for? That's a question only you can answer. What are you here for? Once you have some coffee with Jesus and just ask him that question. God bless you. Make it a good week. And I'll be back next week. Remember this. I love you. God loves you. And it's time to keep the hell out of your life and become yourself.
2: Get the hell.
0: Get the Hell Out of Your Life is produced by Ron Myers Productions and is underwritten by the Christmas City Gift Show. We invite you to come shop with over 260 vendors from all over the United States, November 10th through the 12th, inside the Coast Convention Center, located on the beach in Biloxi, Mississippi. You can find more information at christmascitygiftshow.com. If you would like to share your story of God's amazing grace or listen to previous episodes, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. Join us next week for another episode of Get the Hell Out of Your Life, Real Stories, Real Struggles, and Real Hope.